This is Socks in 7. Welcome back to Socks in 7. Been a long time. New studio. How's it looking? Let us know in the comments. Uh, I know it's been a long time. Been in the midst of a move for the Socks and 7 crew. But we're here. We're still going to bring you that Socks content that we all need. Um, and the Socks are playing well right now. What do you know? It's been a long ride. Been some ups and downs. But uh, we're here. We're here to bring you the Socks news. So, obviously, it's been a little bit. So, we'll go through kind of what the Socks have been through a little bit. Um, we're not going to go way in depth into all the series that we missed. But um, we might talk a little bit about some of the series that uh, we liked. But other than that, we're just going to breeze through them. We're going to talk about the situation of the Sox, you know, halfway through the deadline or halfway through the year and the trade deadline, what, what it's going to look like. So stay tuned. Here we go. Let's, let's start with that first series. Yeah. So um, before we do that, um, just to go off of what Tebow just said, yeah. It's been a while, uh, two whole months basically since we've been on air, as you can see. But um, yeah, uh, we missed seventeen series, but it's not our fault. Like we were trying to get the content out to you, but this kid had to move, bro. Like he's in a new spot. Like what do you want him to do? Like, but yeah, we missed seventeen series. We're back to run them all down. Um, just what Tebow said. We're going to go through those quick for everybody, just in case, like, you don't watch and you're wondering what the Sox are doing. New studio. It's lit. We got all the all the stuff here. Tons of things. KP Cup. Go Red Sox. And, uh, yeah, in addition to talking about the Red Sox, we may dabble into, like, what's happening across the league. And Definitely. All-Star game this week. It's uh, It's been a, it's been a good – it's gonna, been a good ride for – um. That MLB season this year, so um, yeah. So the first, the last series that we did a podcast about was May 9th and tenth, uh, where we split a two game series against the Braves, and then we got swept by the Cardinals at home. The following series, we were live for one of those games. It didn't, it didn't go well. Uh, they lost nine to one, and it was yeah, just just not and then lots of things happened and. They all led us to right here, yeah, where we are today. You looking at us? If you're rocking with the content, if you're rocking with this, you're rocking with me. You're rocking with Tebow. You're rocking with Tags. You're rocking with this new studio. Show some love in the comments. Drop a like. You Let's know, go to the top you know boys. we're huge front runners. So like when the socks do just like abysmal, it's hard for us to make contact. It's not because we don't love the socks. It's not because we're not watching. It's just because we hate being negative and when the fucking team is horrible it's hard for us to talk about it yeah and like you also had to move and i also had to move like what do you want them to do like come on so yeah well to pick up after the cardinal series we got swept we got swept by the cardinals uh then we pick up a series win against the mariners may 15th through 17th put up nine and 12 in games two and three Get that series. We beat Castillo bad too in that series. Yeah, I we actually lit him up, dude. Uh huh. And then uh, May nineteenth through twenty first, we're in San Diego. We win We win games one and two. Yeah. Xander Bogarts goes hitless in uh-huh. the series against us. Over big over. And then we lose game three seven nothing. No biggie. Yes. And then this 
there's like as we're going like we've only been through two series so far and we're gonna get to some really 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 low points in the Sox season and this could be the lowest I'm not saying it is but we go on the road and get swept by the Angels like in bad fashion too a 2-1 loss a 4-0 loss and a 7-3 loss it was bad the Angels swept the Red Sox and they were like below 500 not looking good and then we were in Wareham for uh, what was the occasion for that? Um, it was Memorial Day. Memorial Day, that's what it was. And um, we were chilling, watching the Sox, having a good time, having some beers. That was a good time in, in Wareham. But the Red Candy, yeah, yeah, Red Sox win the series against the Diamondbacks. The day we got there, though, we on lost. Sunday. It's nasty in that series. Yeah, we did lose on Sunday, though, four to two, no biggie. And then the Red Sox lose a series at home to the Reds, who, oh, my God, where did they come from? I mean, when the Red Sox lost that series to the Reds, why are we losing the Reds? But nowadays? Yeah. I I mean, mean, wow, they're one of the best teams in the league. They're making a playoff push. And they just drafted a really, really gas pitcher the other night in MLB draft. We'll we'll tap into that as well. Definitely. Yeah, a lot of things going on in the baseball series. But then we – me and Tebow go to the game against the Rays that gets postponed. And me, you, tags. And Tebow. And, 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 and Tebow. Yep. It was bad. So we didn't get to see a baseball game that night, even though we were at Fenway Park. The Red Sox end up winning the next day, lose two to the Rays, make up from June 2nd, which is the day we went. We go to the game on June 5th. McClanahan's pitching. We're obviously going to lose. We still obviously hammer the Red Sox. They lose four to one. We lose a series to the Rays. Another note to add we're at this game, right? Rafael Devers is at the dish, right? He's hitting lefty. Big cut, foul ball. It's up there. It's up there. It's right between. It's it's literally high in the sky. Right between me and Reed. Yep, right here. I go for the catch like this, right? I go for the catch. It's right in my bread basket. Right off of the bricks, right to some guy behind me. I want. I wanted to unalive myself. Here. It was bad, but it, it was. It here, was fun. I'm here, still here. Here's the picture of that. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're gonna show it. That's weird. <laughs> chill, bad chill. I guess, dude. Word. Yeah. Um, I mean, just it was just not fortunate. No, not fortunate. As you can see by the picture. Um. Then we lose a series to the Guardians, where we get shelled. Not going into that much. Then we win a series against the Yankees. Maybe we don't just win a series. Maybe well, no, we won. They, we, we we don't just. Two. But uh, this was June sixth, not June 9th, tenth, and eleventh. But game three, maybe it was my biggest bet of the MLB season on the Red Sox ML, and Brian Bellow shoved it, bro. We'll get into him later. Huge win on Sunday night baseball, though. Chris Martin. Yes. Chris Martin that game, I remember picture perfectly. Chris Martin comes in in the has 10. been nasty since coming off the yeah. AL. Okay, so then we go from like a really high point, right? Like my biggest bet of the season. I'm riding high. Like Red Sox are back, right? No. No, they are not. Because that Monday night after Sunday night baseball, me and Tebow go to the Red Sox game where and we're playing the Rockies. And this is the legacy game. The legacy game. Me and Reed together have lost all the games we've ever gone together, together, every game, three rainouts together, yep. three rainouts and three losses this year. Oh, and three, three rainouts, three losses. Absolutely abysmal stats. This is the legacy game. 
when 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 are we gonna catch a break? This is the game, right? We're minus two sixty ml. Big, big maple on the bump versus him. Connor Siebold, yeah. bro, the worst pitcher of all time. Uh huh. Uh, big maple shoves it. Obviously, we'll get into him later. Big maple, bro, is the go. We'll get into him later. He's the number one thing I came on here to talk about. But anyways, in this game, yeah, um, little maple Nick Pavetta comes in, walks three, gives up the extra runner in the tenth. Another like really, really shitty Casas error that cost us that cost Joe Jacquez, whose dad we met at the game. And then what happens? And then the a rain delay. Another in, fucking rain delay. An hour and forty minutes rain delay. And you know what we, we did? You know what we did? We sat there through the whole thing just to watch Alex Verdugo and Mazataki Yoshida bounce into into one of them was a double play, and we lose to the Rockies four to three. So yeah, and then we yeah. lose the next night to the Rockies seven to six. So yeah, that yeah, wasn't we lose the series to the Rockies. Yeah, but so then- that's arguably another low point of the season. But then we come back. Here's the Red Sox. They put up 15 against the Yankees next game, and then we win game. We win game. We win a doubleheader on them on Saturday. Sweep up the Yankees. Get them out. Big and- series at this point in the and- season. Brian Bale again. Yep. In the yellows on the fucking day just goes. Yep. Brian nice Bello. Fest, bro. Brian Bello in game two of that doubleheader, seven innings, four hits, three walks, eight Ks, one earned. Just like wow, not, not much more to say about him. We'll get into no. it later. Brian Bayo day. That's we, a thing. Like it's no longer it sale tomorrow day. Too. It's, it's Bayo tomorrow day. too. Yeah, exactly. It's tomorrow too. And uh anyway, so we sweep the Yankees. Coming off the Rocky season, which we won game three, so yep. not get swept. We win the first two against the Twins, six game winning streak. Red Sox are scorching, right? We're like, holy shit. So they lose games three and four in a bad way. Too. In a bad way. That the uh, fourth game, we lost six, nothing was ugly. Yeah, really abysmal pitching performance for everybody. So you just go from high, right? Mm-hmm. And then what happened after that? Roller coaster. What Roller happened? Roller coaster season. What we happened? lose a series of the White Sox. Yep. Who are one of the worst teams in baseball. Exactly. And, like, that's your team, and you're saying that. They're one of the worst teams in baseball. Exactly. And so we go from six-game winning streak to losing a series to the White Sox, and then we get swept, swept off our own home field by the Marlins. Yep. Gross, gross. Not even going to get into that. Yeah, We're I'm not really competitive in that game. Like, Bello had a perfect game or no-no going through seven, and we lost the game to nothing. Yep. Horrible. And it's, then, it's a shame that Brian Bale – Got a loss that day. Yep. So the roller coaster, right? Here it is. We're so, all the way down here. We're all the way down here. Marlins series sweep. Rock this could be the lowest point in the Red Sox season. Rock bottom. And then what do we do? We come back and we sweep, sweep the Blue the Jays on Canada today. On Canada. On Canada today. Big Maple goes and shops it because Big Maple is the guy. And, and then, yeah. So we win. We sweep that series. Wait a minute. The Red Sox are hot. Who do they play next? The Texas Rangers. Oh, wait, they're a World Series contender. Get them out. Series win at home. Best, best record in the AL. Series win at home. Series win at home against them. Nathan Avaldi, who? Nathan Avaldi, who? Easy win. The over in that game was so free. And then that brings us to where we left off. The Oakland Athletics. Welcome to Boston, guys. We'll sweep you up really quick. Wait, hold on. Yep. Get the brooms out for that one, bro. Easy sweep. Sweep those guys out of See you in Vegas. Yeah. 
two like massive wins in the first two games, and then a four-three like scrap festival win where Yoshido left on a pitch like over his head to win us that game. That last game yeah. was a tweaker. We went down early, and then the boys just fought back. So that's that was basically a recap of the last seventeen series that we missed. Yeah. But- um. By the way. I am wearing my Pittsburgh Penguin snapback hat right now. Um, John Henry, owner of the Bell Boston Red Sox, owner of the Pittsburgh Penguins. I like the Pittsburgh Penguins. Just what are you going to say? Sidney Crosby's the GOAT. Um, yeah. But, I mean, that didn't have much to do with anything. But let's go into, like, let's dive into, like, a few of the players and, like, how their season has been going. I want to start with Big Maple. Can I start with Big Maple? Let's start with Big Maple. James James Paxton. To talk about with Big Maple. James Paxton, right? This guy's 37. He's coming. Is he 37? He's either 37 or 38. Let me double check just to get the facts right here. Um, he's 35. Oh, okay. I was way off. He's 34. So I was way off. I apologize. I was way off. I was gassing off too hard. But James Paxton, right? He's 34. Long year, long tenured career, Mariners, Yankees. He's been around the block, right? We pick him up. Uh, hasn't pit, hasn't pitched in two years. The MLB in like one plus years, close to two full seasons. Hasn't thrown a pitch in the MLB. Comes back. He's pitching for the Red Sox. He's pitching for the Blue Sox. He's looking not that great down there. We're like, all right, what are we going to get out of this guy? He, he comes up horrible and horrible, horrible. He comes up right. First couple starts. First couple starts. Yeah, it's like whatever. Everybody's like, okay, yeah, James Paxton, maybe he's going to be like our third, fourth starter. That'll be good. And then what do you know? This guy flips a switch, and Big Maple is, I'm going to say it, Big Maple is a top-tier starting pitcher in the MLB right now, and he plays for the Boston Red Sox. Big Maple, bro. Big Maple. And I agree. And this is why the conversation around Big Maple, James Paxton, is so – hard for the Red Sox fans right now because we're approaching this trade deadline where yeah we're in the race we're 48 and 43 we're a game and a half out of the wild card and Big Maple is not under contract for next year and he's the best starting pitcher Arguably in the American League, besides like Framber Valdez and McClanahan. Well, yes, that he too. Happened. But he's the best starting pitcher on the market for trades. Mm-hmm. And so, if the Red Sox trade him, not looking good for the Red Sox for this year. But the only thing that like makes me think that we won't trade him is because all of our other all of our other starters are down. So, like, since the last time that we've talked, her sale's gone down. Whitlock's gone down. Tanner Howe's got a fucking comeback right in the face. Like, mm-hmm. your starting rotation right now is Brian Bayo, Big Maple, Cutter, and then Caleb Hort and, Bri- and um, the best pitcher of all like time. Chris Murphy in long relief. And fucking uh, Bernardino to open the game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not looking hot right now. Oh. All right, just ignore that for now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna just say it three more times, just so that everybody's listening. Big Maple, Big Maple, Big Maple. He's he is a top tier starter in the league. He is lights out, bro. 
this guy. Like, I didn't know what to expect from him. And he's just punching hitters out. Punch him out on the outside corner. Punch him out on the outside corner. Here comes the hook. Upper 90s fastball. Like, he's got it all. And that brings us to Brian Bea, who I would say this right now. You owe him an apology. I do. Brian Bayo in Big – this is my formal apology. Brian Bayo in Big Maple is the best one-two in the MLB right now. There's ar- there's arguably no better one-two in the MLB than them right now. Absolutely. It, I mean, Spencer Strider and Max Freed, I get it, bro. The Braves are really good. Like, we get it, bro. They're really good. McClanahan and whoever. You can make some arguments. McClanahan, Glass Nose. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. We'll give it to them. Maybe they're the second best. But like, but not better than Big Maple and Brian Bayo. Brian Bayo and Big Maple, those are my guys, bro. I want to see them out there on the bump in a three game wild card series, and I feel so confident. I feel so confident. Me too. And it, while we're on the Brian Bayo conversation, where's the extension? We need it. Wait, like I'm not doing this shit where we wait mad long to give it extensions, like. So what Whitlock's gotten hurt after we given him his extension? We can obviously see that Brian Bayo is a top tier ace starting pitcher in the future. This is he's been a in the league for a year now. Literally a year, and he's putting up numbers like this and just absolutely dominating the third time through through the order. Every fucking start he goes through, going quality start pretty much every time he's out there. There's no reason you don't shove this guy out a bunch of money before he becomes, you know, $500 million arm. Yeah, I would give him a lot of money now and say, here, have this money in play for us. Because four he, years down the line, yeah, that money's going to be yeah. way more. He's he's came a really long way, man. Last year, like his first couple started, everybody knew he had the talent. Like exactly. bowl, bowl, bowling ball sinkers in a gross change, like gross change piece like fade me change piece like gross everybody knew he had the talent highly touted for a reason didn't really put it together at all last year even struggled at the beginning of this year but his last like eight to nine starts he's just he's just putting it together he's dominating he's dominating he's dominating opposing lineups his bowling ball sinker and change piece like that one too and he's starting to develop that slide piece too and when that thing comes in and he's snapping that off like look Watch out, out. look out, bro! Because he's like almost unhittable. He's really, really, really tough. And like I've said it to my friends multiple times, like Brian Bayo is going to be the Cy Young in twenty twenty six, and just it's not on the sport books now. But when it is, take it. Yeah, I mean he's he's pitching really, really well right now. Um, so that's him and Big Maple. That's probably the bright spot since we left off. In the middle of May, I don't. Those are arguably the bright spots of the entire organization. Yes, the, the two of those individuals. I think. I think we do need to talk about a couple of hitters as well. Well, yeah. Let's finish off the pitching staff. Though, I mean, Bernardino's been great. Yes. He's just coming in with like the absolute slurf piece of hell. He's opening games now. He's he's lights. I really like him I a lot. Love Bernardino. Yeah. Joe, um, we um at that Rockies game, we yeah. met Joe Jacks. Yeah. And he started off horrible. Yeah, yeah. Bad but we met started. Joe Jackson's dad. Uh-huh. And um, he saved the game against the Blue Jays. Yeah. He's been decent. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't Give say... him the ball. Like, he's 93. I mean, Get he's me been, over two seasons. He's better than Caleb Porter. Yeah, 100%. He's better than your boy. I'm not going to 
people who shall not be named. Well, he's on the Dodgers now, isn't yeah. he? Uh, I don't know if he still is, but he was. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he's a serviceable arm out there. Okay, um, yeah. Chris Murphy. Okay, hold on. Chris Murphy, Taylor Scott, and Brandon Walter are, like, not major league pitchers. No, Chris Murphy is. Okay. I mean, I, I probably think two, Chris Murphy out of three of them. Let's just, like, not the, even... Uh, the other two, no way. Chris Murphy's a dog. Yeah, let's just, like, not even give the two of them the light of day. Yes. I don't even know who they are. No, Chris Murphy's a dog. Yeah, he has promise. Chris Murphy reminds me a lot of Cutter. Yeah, and Cutter's also struggling, right? Yes, but he needs to... Like so, Cutter's not being himself, where he's just like dominating, but Cutter's being being serviceable. He needs to be more than serviceable because this is a Cutter Crawford podcast. Yes, and he's, exactly, and he's he's pissing me off lately. So get it together. And then besides that, like Chris Martin's been awesome, dude. Yeah, I didn't like I didn't, out. I didn't know what to expect from him either. He's got a one point five right now. And so the last time we were on this podcast, um. We were talking about Kenley Jansen's 400 save. Right after that, um, he blew two saves in a row. And Kenley Jansen sucked for about, like... He's still a little shaky, dude. He walks a lot of guys. Yes. For about three weeks, Kenley Jansen not even just, like, wasn't good. He sucked. The past two weeks, he's been a bit better. But every time he goes out there, it's not pretty. Yeah. And, um... So, yeah, he's whatever. Him and Chris Martin are good 8-9 guys. Chris sure. Martin is fucking nasty. And then without um without Hauk and Whitlock and Sale right now, that, like, relies a lot of middle innings relief. And, like, we're just trying to have Chris Murphy, who, like we said, and then Pavetta and Winkowski just need to start eating innings in so, the middle of games. So, I mean, big 180 on those two guys. Winkowski's not been great lately. No. No, but not great. But Nicholas, he's shown a he's shown Nicholas a few signs. And a dog out there. Yeah, he's shown a few signs. I mean, he's definitely Core's been pushing him a lot. Where like Pavetta will ball out for his first three innings, and then Core will put him out there for the fourth, and then Nick comes back. Yeah, and it happens. The pitching staff. It's just at this point, it's worn down. The it's pitching staff down. right now is Brian Bayo, Big Maple. Best one two in the MLB uh, for my money, and then a lot of other just oh, guys, just, just guys, Band-Aid. a lot of other guys that are just saying. So let's get into the lineup, the 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 hitters. We'll start with Wong. He's been uh, he's been serviceable. Yeah, sure. I mean he's been solid. He's, yeah, he hasn't been anything special like he, he was. Always but, guys, bro. But yeah, like right behind the plate. I mean, McGuire going down definitely sucked. Yeah, my um, favorite Peter. Yeah, he's my favorite pedophile that I've ever known. Um, we have Alfaro now. See what he yeah, can do. Eat some headaches back there. Exactly. Maybe he'll hit a majestic home run over the monster. Yeah. Cool. To the infield. Like, fuck Caleb Ham- Hamilton. Yeah. I don't know he what that guy was doing on the roster. should have never ever no. called him up. No. And then to the infield. I think um, let's just get Devers out of the way. Oh, my God. The other one. All right. We'll just leave it like this. I'll do this mid-pod. All right, let me talk about Rafael Devers for a little bit. Um, 20 home runs, 70 RBIs at the All-Star break. What what more do you want him to do, bro? I, I get the average isn't like 280 like it's been in the past for him, but 
he's also not in the two hole anymore like he used to be. He's in the four hole, and there's got to be Cora or somebody. He's got to be telling him like, you know what, man? Like we're gonna be hitting you four for most days, like because that's like a good spot for you in the, in this kind of lineup with Verdugo and Yoshida and everybody at the top, and um, obviously Red Turn. We'll get to him, but um. I think he's just like committed to to driving baseballs, and like it shows in his numbers, he's raking baseballs. The average will be there. Just give him some time. Like he, it's it's like la carita. He's he rakes. He's the best player on the team. Worth the most money on the team. He's the boy. Not much more to say about him. Look for him to have a big second half. Also, I agree. Look for him to have a really really big second. Really half. started turning like lacing balls, but like yes. right at people. Toward, in that East series, especially, and the Rangers, hitting the ball really hard. Even but like at, last two weeks, you mm-hmm. could really start seeing the difference in just his plate appearances. He's not swinging at pitches just to swing at them and swing out of the shoes, where, you know, you saw in the Astros series where, like a couple of years ago, when they just threw him like 45 straight fastballs and he missed all of them. He's really starting to just like take pitches that are close, wait for his pitch, and drive breaking balls. Drive, drive baseball. And like that's the thing is like if I'm an opposing pitcher, I'm never throwing him a breaking ball ever, ever. And like he still laces fastballs, but more yeah. times out of not, like I'm not throwing him. If I'm throwing him a breaking ball, I'm bouncing it off the ground. All right, let's get to you, Chang. Yu Chang is my shortstop. Yu Chang is my shortstop. Yu Chang is top, bro. And that's all I got to say about it. All I got to say, he's my shortstop. Because that's going to lead me into Kike Hernandez, Hernandez. Who, since we left off, has not gotten any better. We were shitting on him before. He was really bad. I think he still leads the league in errors. Just like, yeah, I mean, dude, I don't have much more to say. He's hitting 220 in six balls. I got a lot of say. To take the four. Not not cutting it to me, bro. Kike Hernandez. I love you as a person. Love you as a as a locker room guy. But at what point can you justify him being on your team? Because he's horrible at shortstop. He's hitting two nineteen maybe at this point, and whenever he hits it, it he's not hitting for any power. He's just hitting singles. And it's they're like bloop singles or like a line drive through the fucking five and shortstop hole. Like it's not going anywhere. Guy refuses to go opposite field. And the worst part is, is that your defense this year in the outfield, like you could say, like, oh, his defense in the outfield is good, which it is. It is. But Duran's defense, I believe Duran's. Baseball reference has him at 84 percentile offensive jump or uh, whatever it is. Exit ball. No, for um, jump. Oh, on like balls in the outfield? Yes. First step or something. Yeah, first step. He's like 84th percentile, which is like a major step up. Duvall's a gold glover out there. Yoshida, not that great, but he's playing. You need him in the lineup. You need him in the lineup because he's hitting 320. And then you have Duvall. Obviously, it's the power threat. He's playing better than Kike has been, even though he's been slumping. We'll get into Duran. Yeah, we'll get into the outfield in a bit. But 
Ref Snyder. Obviously, he's going to rake lefties. Kike hasn't been doing that. And then, like, Verdugo's, like, the best player on the team other than Devers and Gable and Mallow. Yeah. So, there's just no spot on this team for Kike Hernandez anymore. I would rather have Pablo Reyes, rather have Christian Arroyo. I'd rather have Yu Chang. And then we're three weeks away from Story. Yeah. Story starting his rehab tomorrow. Like, there's no spot on this team for Kike anymore. And, like, I love him as a player. So the only way he stays on this team is if he's a coach. Uh, yeah. To me, if I'm the GM. I, I completely agree with everything you just said. He's just been like, he's like, there's the, been the bright spots on the team, like Bayo and Big Maple. And then he's just like all the way opposite spectrum at the bottom. Like, uh, he knows it too. He knows it. He knows he's not playing as well as he should. Like, if, if you pride yourself, his whole career, he's prided himself on being like the utility guy, right? I can play anywhere. I can play second. I can play short. I can play third. I can play outfield. If you pride yourself on that, like your glove and being able to be like that utility guy, you got to make plays, man. Like shortstop is a position that everyone wants to play growing up, right? You had a golden opportunity for like a month plus to be our everyday shortstop and you failed miserably, not only in the field, but at the dish. You failed miserably. Yeah. And like, I think a big part of it is like, first of all, I love Kike Hernandez, but I think he has the yips because he's making the defensive plays, but he just can't throw the ball. I'm pretty sure he's just, we we have to diagnose him with the yips. We either need to send him down to AAA so he can figure it out De- defensively, but also offensively because he's hitting 220. Yeah, with only six bombs. Yeah. Which isn't going to cut. It's not going to cut. All right, that's enough on him. Like, he's he's been really bad. Everyone yeah. knows it. Let's get to... Uh, Arroyo's been great. Arroyo, he's, he's been great. He's a big time hitter, in my opinion. Like he yes. late he's innings, clutch. he's clutch. Big time hitter. I'd like to see him in the seventy hole, like most nights, playing second. He's he's probably my second baseman. Yes, I mean, and like that's the thing is that he always makes the plays out there, but also you get that random bomb from him or that random double where it's just like it's always in the clutch. And he, he just makes the play, and he's a, he's a great guy. Yeah, so when I'm, Story I'm comes back, guy. when Story comes back, it's going to be hard for him to find a way onto the field. But he's playing his way on, on the roster right now. I mean, I would love to see that lineup of um, Story or Royo up the middle. Yeah, to be honest. that's fine with me. Yu Chang is my shortstop. Until Story comes back. Okay. Story's going to be coming at, back at short. But yeah. I would love to see an Arroyo – uh, Yu Chang platoon because ever since Yu Chang's come back, he's been hitting. So yeah, he has been. This this podcast is going to be a really long time. If you're still rocking with us, you're sticking around, you're still watching. Drop a comment, say you're on in the comment why you are. Yeah, Tell, let be, us know you're still watching at this point. Because we're pod. we're only halfway through the lineup and okay. we still have so much to talk about. But next, let's get to Tristan Gosses. Um, in my opinion, I mean. It's it's a decent sample size now. He's been yes. up for a while. And for him to have, let's see. It's going to keep on happening, folks. Yeah, it's New studio. Happen. All right. So 
for Tristan Casas to have 250 at-bats this season, that's a lot of at-bats. Would you say that's a lot of at-bats? 250? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Decent. That's a, that's a decent sample size. Like, I get it, bro. You're 23 years old. You're a top prospect. You have a lot of promise. Everybody says he has a great eye. Like, I just think he doesn't swing at the first pitch and gets deep in the counts. But you only have nine home runs, bro. If, like, that's just not – that's less than one home run. That's less than one home run for 25 at-bats. That's not cutting it in my book. For you, bro. Your average is like it was 200 for a while. You're up to 220. Congrats, bro. Like, nice. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot more to say to him about him besides like me and Tebow were at the, the it was the Rockies game after the hour 40 rain delay. Doogie, Devers. Very I, interesting. Everybody's just warming up, playing catch, getting ready to go play the 10. And Tristan Casas is all the way in the opposite corner of the field. Next like to the by box. where like, the Rockies are lining up in the by himself, bro. By himself. And that begs the question: Does everyone in the locker room hate Tristan Casas? Because there's been a lot of things saying, like pointing to that. He's a really weird Last guy. Year and this year. Here's the thing: you can be a really weird guy like that. Like you can be a goofball, clown, like idiot, like bozo, like not fun to chill with or bull with type of type of guy. If you hit 40 home runs, that's fine with me. But if you only have nine, I, I mean, like, that's not, just, that's just not going to cut it with me. And like the interesting part about that game was, is that he made the error that would have kept the game tied. And we met Joe Jax's dad that day. And it was Joe Jax's debut that day. Joe Jax did his job. Would have been out of the inning, tie game, right? Joe Jackson's dad was fucking pissed, dude. Yep. He was sitting there Not like, happy with Tristan Casas' error on that. I get it. It's raining a little bit, bro. It's a ground ball right to you. It literally bumped, hits off your chest, and you look like a fucking idiot trying to pick it up and throw it to first. Literally, legit moron, bro. You're an idiot. Like, you got to make that play. That's a win. We could be 49 and 42 right now instead of 48 and 43. But you sold that game, bro. You sold. Yes. However, I we did just talk a lot of smack about Chris, uh, Tristan Casas. I am going to defend him a little bit. Over the past month, he has been hitting like 280. He's, come, he's been coming alive. His number – I mean – the last time we had a podcast, Tristan Casas was hitting like 180. Yeah. I would love I would love to have him. I would love to see him have a big second half. His his numbers are creeping up. And like we gotta remember, like he has the same amount of time in the league as Brian Bayo, and Brian Bayo's like God. Yeah. So like his numbers are creeping up. They're obviously not where they should be. But like we also gotta remember he, he's had a year of service time in the league. I think he could be something. Would I like to see him traded? Possibly, but then who are you going to play at first? And like, yeah, we just shit on him for making errors. He's been he's been serviceable. I mean, basement, just like yeah. remember what we had to deal with the past two years. Yeah, we had Bobby Dahlbeck and Frenchie and Schwarber too, and Schwarber. Schwarber and like I love Schwarber, but like yeah, Kyle from all of them. But um, he's able to. 
serviceably played defense. Yeah, I think point. that's enough time on Tristan Thompson. Yes. I hope you have a big second half, bro. That would really I, help I, the Red Sox chance. I think play. he's been playing better, so yeah. I think there's a good chance that he does. Let's get to, like, the, the, the big guys. The third, the third. well, before we get to the outfield, let's get to the – if we had, like, the Red Sox season so far, if we had the three stars, one, two, and three. Hold on. Trade, trade coming by. by. All right, it's gone. Um, so if we had the, if there was three stars of the Red Sox season, like three guys who are absolutely exceeding expectations, number one in my book is Big Maple. Number two is probably Brian Bello, and number three is the Red Turn, Justin Turner. Boy, has this guy been a staple of this lineup, hitting in the three hole. This guy does not strike out. He wastes baseballs. Like, let's just go to his stats right now. He's hitting 288 with 13 bombs and 50 rings as a 38-year-old. Already has more bombs than he did last year. He, halfway through the year. He is raking baseballs. He he seems to love it here. He seems to love it in Boston. He he gets up every day. He's either DH and sometimes will play first. He he is just so, so, so good. I believe I believe he's played the most games yeah. this year, and he's the oldest person on the team. And other than Rich Hill, or not Rich Hill, Rich Hill 2.0, but for oldest at least. But he has been raking, and especially of late. He started off slow, mm-hmm. but every time that he comes up in the clutch, I'm just confident he's going to rip a double. Mm-hmm. I love Red Turn, too. He's... He's, yeah, like I said, top three star, absolutely exceeding expectations on the team this year. He is the fucking man, bro. I love you, Red Turner. You are the boy. That's enough on him. We gave yeah, him I mean, he's, he's just like, Not much more to say. He's raking. He's just so good. Let's get to the outfield, though. Um, I guess we'll start with, like, Duval and Raph Snyder. Duval, obviously, like, beginning of the year, he hit, like, five bombs and was hitting, like, 600 in the first week of the season, like, Obviously, that wasn't sustainable. He goes down, comes back, been shaky, been been a shaky, like, get back for him. Look for him to get hot, though, in the second half. Yeah, and, like, he's been showing, like, the first two weeks he came back. He yeah, miserable. Off. He came a lot. He's been looking a little bit better. He, the power's still not fully there. He hit a bomb in our last game, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, he's, he's been hitting a couple bombs lately, but it's honestly – he's never going to live up to that first week of that season. No, it's impossible. But, yeah, I mean, look for him to get hot in the second he's, half he's for sure. He's been playing well, and, like, I think he gets moved at the deadline with the next person we're going to talk about. Not Ref Snyder, but yeah, um, Jared Duran. Yeah, well, let's go to Ref Snyder first. The, the Asian sensation, Rob Ref Snyder. He's just – he just matches lefties. Like, what more do you want him to do? There's not really a spot for him in the lineup – most days, but when there's a lefty out there on the bump, like lefty starter, we know is going to go like a few innings at least. He's hitting top of the order and and mashing. He's hitting like 270. Only one bomb. Need him to leave more. He's great in the field. Not much more to say about him. He's the Asian sensation. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he's just going to rake lefties. He's going to play great defense, and he's just he's serviceable. Yeah. 
let's get in. Let's go to um. I mean, probably right, let, you could put him. You could even put him one over Big Maple Bayo and do and red turn as of like exceeding expectations. What Jaron Duran, who's yeah. hitting three twenty right now? Yeah, I mean he's probably been the best player on the Red Sox this year. Yeah, it's like you could make that argument for sure. He's electric, bro. He's electric. And this podcast was originally biggest pro Duran podcast out there. And we gave up on him. And we gave up on him. And that's on us. Mm -hmm. And we already gave our formal apologies to him at the beginning of the year. But wow. Yeah. Just like that's all I got to say. It's just wow. 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 Like this kid is so electric. Electric, bro. His attitude has changed where he just. He runs every fucking ground ball to the infield out, full fucking speed. If he gets on, if he hits a fucking single, bro, he's ripping doubles off his fucking base hits all the time. Hustle doubles galore, stealing bases, which has improved mightily because last year he was horrible at stealing bases, even though he was the fastest guy on the team. His jumps are electric this year. He's getting into bases standing up. And he's just causing havoc on the base paths. He's playing great defense, which he sucked at last year. And he's hitting like 320, hitting doubles. Mm-hmm. Doubles. And he's just hitting doubles. Yeah, he's he's probably the red, the hottest hitter on earth, if not only on the Red. He's the Red Sox hottest hitter going yeah. into this All-Star break. And I'm pretty sure... He, um, I heard this on the broadcast one time. I think he's been uh, getting coached up by Dustin Pedroia, yeah. who's right here, getting his hands a little higher and everything. I mean, he like, wow, 320, ton of bags. This kid has electrifying speed, man. He, he, like, I love him. I, I would hate to see him get traded. Yeah. And even though it might happen. It, it might happen. If it does happen. We better get a, a, some – because, like, we, we've been saying trade him for a while. Like, I'm thinking, exactly. oh, like, let's trade him at the end of last year where he had, like, minimal value. This is probably where he will have the most value unless he does this for the rest of his career, which I hope he does. Like, we better get some, like, something really, really, really good back in a deal for him, like, a, like another ace pitcher or some, something along those lines. And so that's why I'm at the point where I'm like, I would rather see Duval traded and keep Duran. Maybe that's wrong. But I don't know, man. I just love watching this guy play, and I love coming out to the ballpark and just seeing this guy run around the bases. Yeah, Jared Jared Durant's electric. Let's get into Verdugo, who has been probably the most consistent hitter throughout the whole season. As of late, he's like he's a little cold for a a few stretches, but he's still hitting. He he picked it up right at the end. Yeah, he's still hitting two ninety with seven bombs. And yeah, I mean, he's also like the drippiest on the field, yeah. and, and he's also that. more Ram- uh, Ramon, uh, not Loriano, uh, Urias. No, uh, who's the uh, Blue Jays closer? Oh, Jordan Romano. Jo- Jordan Romano's daddy. Yeah, he is for sure. Just like Devers is Garrett Cole's dad. Exactly. So, In almost the same fashion. Verdugo leaves on uh, May 1st, waits a whole month. Uh, leaves May 1st off Jordan Romano, waits a whole month, and then uh, leaves off Jordan Romano again. Yeah. One, the first one was a walk-off home run. The second one was a go-ahead home run. And this, 
in the top of the ninth. So like, yeah. Um, he hopefully gets extended and not traded. No, like he, I I don't know what I'll do to myself if he doesn't stay here. Yeah, I mean we're just sitting here praying for an extension and not agree because like at this point I want him at the top of my order every day. He and like he's come here after being traded here after a guy who was everybody's favorite player on the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. And he's come here and like not even tried to fill the shoes, but he's made his own role here mm-hmm. where he's just like, I'm the guy who just gets all the other guys happy. Like I'm just Boston is basically what his mindset was. And then he's just gotten better, better and better. And he's playing gold glove defense out in right field this year. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that there shouldn't have been an extension already, but now we're sitting here like we just gotta pray. We gotta pray, and then that'll bring us to the last player the on rookie, the Red Sox the roster, rookie, the Rookie of the Year. Yeah, the American League Rookie of the Year, Masataka Yoshida. I mean, he like what more perfect summary of his season so far is just him leaving in the bottom of the eighth against the A's on a pitch over his head. He's he's been awesome, man. If him, Verdugo, and Duran is our outfield for the next five years, I would not be bad. I would not be mad. I would be mad happy, very happy. Yeah, and like we give a lot of a lot of hate to Hein Bloom on this podcast, reasonably so. Red Sox Nation gives a lot of hate to Hein Bloom, but I mean, man, what a signing! And, like, especially with all the other organizations saying that we overpaid for him. Like, no. You were wrong. You're wrong. We're right. Yeah. But like, I don't think we overpaid for him. I actually <laughs> think he's on a really good contract. Yeah. For the next six years, we have him on yep. a $95 million or $90 million contract mm-hmm. for six years. Are mm-hmm. you kidding me? Yeah. And this guy's hitting 320 yeah. with like ten seven bombs. bombs ten, ten bombs. Ten bombs. He just tenth the other day. And um they, they projected him for 15 bombs this year. He's at 10 halfway through okay. the year. So I I was unaware of this, but um he had an off day in the A series, but that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I if you listen to one thing from this podcast. Listen to this sentence. Masataka Yoshida is going into the All-Star break off of seven multi-hit games in a row. Seven multi-hit games in a row. Back to back to back to back to back to back to back. Seven. where Seven games in a row where he has recorded two plus hits. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. He is scorching fucking hot right now. Scorching. I, I would not want to, like, if I'm a pitcher, I, Masataki Yoshi is my worst nightmare. Yeah, I mean, that that does it. We just talked about every single player on the Red Sox roster, whether you liked it or not. We did it. Yep. And now, I mean, before we get into the rest of the league, yeah. like, we're sitting at 48-43, I believe. <laughs> we had them at, like, 85 wins. I think I did have like 86 and 76, something like that. 
I mean, we're on pace. We're on pace. And, um, yeah, I mean, the Boston Red Sox are, like, super, super sneakily nine games out of this division, which is a lot, but it's a lot less than 14 and a half, which we were, like, a few weeks ago before the Rays started skidding. It's a lot less than 14 and a half, and we're two games out of the wild card. And, and the scariest part is for the rest of the league is that story back in three weeks. Trevor hit a tank. Three weeks from now, we get Tanner Houck back, who has had a stellar year. Whitlock's injury wasn't as bad as previously thought, so I'm guessing a month on that. Sales probably a month away as well. I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, we're just like sneaky like in the mix right now. And we wouldn't be if we didn't win five in a row heading yeah. into this. That's huge. That's the huge. Biggest thing. Huge. Uh, I mean, I like there's a lot of like at our lowest points in the season, like we talked about, like swept by the Marlins, lose series to the Rockies. A lot of people calling for Cora's job. A lot of people calling for Hein Bloom's job. But I, I don't know who I would prefer there, honestly. Probably Cora. But right now we shouldn't like that should not be the vibe at all heading into this heading into the next couple of weeks because we are playing the Chicago Cubs this weekend. Not a great ball club. There are a lot. There are a few games below five hundred. They're still in their division because it sucks. But that's not a great ball club. We're facing Kyle Hendricks tomorrow, and it's Bayo Day. Like, let's pick up a W. Let's sweep this series, and then we're playing the Oakland A's again. Like, they're they're not very good. They're not very good at baseball. You saw me bringing the broom out. Do you want me to bring it out again? We can sweep this series against the Cubs. We can sweep this series against the A's. And then we're playing the Mets, who fucking blow. They're fucking terrible. They're so bad. There's We have nine very, very winnable games in a row coming off this All-Star break that I think will decide the season. If we win seven of these games, we're literally – we're so we're so hot. We're the hottest team in the league. We're what? That we're 10 games above 500 right now. We're in, we're in a wild card spot. If we lose six of these games, three and six, it's probably toast. Yeah. And then it's probably toast. Fire sale. Yeah. It's probably toast. Fire sale. Who wants to ran? But who wants for Dugo? Who wants this guy? Who wants that guy? But if we win seven games in a row, or not seven games, seven out of these next nine, seven out of these next nine, then next thing you know, we pick up Giolito. We get Scherzer. We, we get, get everybody. Story. We get Story. We get Winlock. We load up, We get bro. Tanner. We get Sale. Watch the fuck out. Watch out, bro. Yeah, so that's basically the position that the Red Sox are in right now. Yeah. I, I feel really good. It was, like, really, really it, big it, to it, come it, off it, a lot of wins. This year's been a roller coaster. Roller coaster. Just like we at the beginning. Roller coaster. Woo, woo. Low point. Oh, we swept someone. Oh, we get swept. It's it's been all over the place, but the position that we're in, teams playing well, we're in the mix. Like a lot of things have been going our way. Absolutely, as of late, big wow. Maple and Bella. Do you want to look around the league, or do you want to uh, just wrap it up with a uh, look ahead? Let's let's look around the. All right, let's do the. So Vladdy won the home run derby. Yes, on um on Monday, and uh, I mean uh, the home run derby's. Fun, awesome, awesome. Dude. It's a, it's, it's every, the best all star spectacle of any sport. It gets better and better every year. The too. only thing is that I would say, like, it does get like a little bit confusing and like, like bam, 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 like 
They got. I mean, I I would vote to go back for the ten outs. Yes, because it's Even less just, confusing with yeah. the timer. Like, yeah, that pitch get off, especially when it's like a close fucking matchup. Yeah, like, like last year with Schwarber and Otani. Like, dude, Vladdy won, and like he's still like, ball, like holds his swing for a little bit, like gets back in there. A Rosa Reina dude was just going like this, chop, chop, pitch, chop. Like yeah. he's getting like ten swings off for fifteen seconds, like. I mean, it's kind of like turning into a stamina like contest, which I don't really like. It's still the best spectacle in all sports. Congrats to Vladdy. I'm like really nervous that he may have like a huge second half. But like, I don't know. We already swept the Blue Jays twice this year. So like, I mean, we're 12 and 1 against the uh, Blue Jays and the Yankees. Yeah. Um. So yeah, congrats to him. J Rod put on a show and Blue, Blue Rob too. Yep. They, they're my guys. Uh, they, I think they kind of ran out of energy in the first round. Definitely, they they hit way too many way too many in the first round. And um, Pete Alonso, you're a huge pussy, bro. Yeah. Go meditate in the batting cage, and then like, yeah, you were gonna hit 43 old runs in that first round, bro, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> you had well, that, bro. Buddy. All of you, buddy. Nah, uh, fuck you, dude. But, but that, um, that was cool seeing Adley hit. Oh yeah. For the both sides. Oh yeah. No, was, I mean that guy's in our division. Obviously, too. he didn't get out of the. Uh, the first round because J Rod hit forty one in the first round. Yeah, I mean, like, Adley Rutschman is in our division to stay for like a while. And that sucks. Yeah. yeah, I mean, dude, that guy, like Otani's contract's coming up, right? He's gonna get me. Otani's done after this year. Yeah, maybe a billion dollars, at least seven hundred fifty yeah. mil. But like, dude, in a few years, like when it's time to pay Adley, bro. If he's like doing what he's doing this year, like for the next few years and gets better, like who says he's not? Like his contract could be like stupid too. And like the Orioles will pay. So yeah, I mean, that was the home run derby. It was fun to watch. Maybe go back to the outs. Then to the all star game on Tuesday. Uh, I mean, you just bet the under in that every year. It's just a lights out performance from like basically everyone who steps on the hill. I had the NL in the under, both cheddar. Didn't feel great about that now when Felix Bautista stepped onto the bump in the bottom of the eight. But what do you know? Elias Diaz on the Rockies. He left. Uh, yeah, I mean, I watched most of the All-Star game. Uh, we were chilling, playing poker or whatever. Yeah. It was fun. Um, yeah, good game. So, All-Star week was good. And then, um, yeah, like around the league a little bit. Like, yeah, like the Rays. I mean, they 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 lost like six in a row there. Towards Seven. The Seven. Yeah, they, uh, they didn't look too great. For a little while. Hopefully that continues. I mean, the Orioles are only two games behind them. They're 54 and 35. It's kind of an issue. Sucks it's not like flip 35 and 54 like it used to always be. That helped us out a lot. But, um, yeah, they're pretty good. They're going to get John Means back. Um, they're, they're definitely a team to watch out for. And then we're, I mean, in the wild card, like, if we just can – the the whole – the Red Sox whole season comes down to beating out the Blue Jays and the Yankees. If and, they, and the Astros. Well, yeah, but there's three wildcard teams. If the Orioles and the Astros get him, if we have a better record than the Blue Jays and the Yankees, we're, we're right. in. You're right. All, the only thing that matters for the Red Sox is if they have a better record than the Blue Jays and the Yankees. And they're 12-1 and against them. Which, yeah. Which is brings us to the point of, like, less division games this year. Like, last year – I wish we had less division games because we got fucking wrecked by the AL East. This year, we're, other than the Orioles, we're cleaning shop. Yeah. I mean, the Blue Jays, 
and Yankees, like, it's hard to imagine. Like, we're two games and one game behind them right now. It's hard to imagine, like, both of those teams, like, stinking it up. Like, but, I mean, if the Red Sox can just get hot, we'll see what happens, right? So, those, yeah, I mean, those, are, our, those are the teams that we need to be better than. And yeah. they're good. So we also and have to be really. The Yankees good. are going to get Judge back yeah. here soon, and they already got Gene Carlo back. Yeah, and those teams are good. Yeah, and we just have to be better. That's all it comes down to. Uh, that the AL Central is like not even really worth talking about. No, I mean forty-five and forty-five is winning that division right now for the Guardians. I mean the Guardians have the pitching staff to do it in the playoffs. Like they almost did last year. They fucked around and went up two-one on the Yankees. But um, yeah. Other than that, the no. twins, uh, the twins stink. The AL West, the Rangers started off really hot. They've kind of been scuffling lately. Yeah, a little bit. Three and seven in their last ten going into the break. I mean, that's a really good team. If they had Degrom, yeah. things would be different for them. Definitely, they'll be in the playoffs, so most likely. 100%. Yeah. But the Astro, the Astros are lurking, bro. Lurking and like, out for yeah. the Astros. I mean, they could just so so. They've been to the last two World Series. Like they could so easily go to another. Framber Valdez is probably he's been dicey. He's probably the premier pitcher in baseball right now. Yep, they just got Jordan back too. Uh-huh. Like he's gonna start getting hot. Watch out for that team. Yeah, I mean that's probably the scariest team in the league right now. And then like the Mariners are, they're kind of like. They're like they're low key that, on our tail. They're, they're the fun team. Yeah, they got a good little they ball always, club. They always do great in September too. Yeah. So like you gotta watch out for the Mariners. They're that definitely gonna be looking to make some noise in the second half. But then, the rest of the AL. I mean, West. the Angels. Like, they're, wow. they're gonna fall off a cliff. They're gonna. They already did. Yeah. They've lost five in a row heading into this. Routes hurt for the next five weeks at least. I think, at least. I think they've lost like thirteen of their last fifteen. Yeah. Heading into this, five in a row, one and nine in their last ten. It's what they do every it's, year. Yeah, they, just they, have good, for them. they have a good first quarter, and then they fall off a cliff. I mean, they, there could be like a, a like an Otani sweepstakes coming up in the next few weeks. Yes, no, for like, sure. And they're not gonna. They're probably not gonna trade him in division or in league. No, probably not. So like, someone in the NL might come up on Shohei Otani. Yeah. You got to give up the farm, but it's Shohei Otani. He's like the greatest ever live. Yeah. And then in the NL, I mean, the Atlanta Braves have a plus 150 run differential. The Atlanta and, Braves are going to win that division easily. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they're 60 and 29. Yeah. I mean, I mean their team's like pretty unfair. They're they're pretty unfair, bro. They like have I mean, an all star player at every position. Yeah. Like we could go top to bottom. I don't even know if it's worth it. They have the best team in the league. They have, not they, even close. The Atlanta Braves are the best team in the MLB, and it's not like particularly close. The Marlins, they're kind of dude. They're sneaky, like fourteen games above five hundred right now. They could find their way into the playoffs. That Perez kid's been pitching really good for them. Sandy figures it out. Luis is hitting like four hundred. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, they could be scary when it comes to the playoffs. Who knows? And then like the Phillies have been getting really hot lately. Yeah, they've been going off. The Mets thing, uh, Nationals thing. Yeah. Uh, the NL Central's been freaky. Brewers wow. and the Reds at the top. I mean, how about the Reds, dude? Ellie De La Cruz, man. There's not much more to say about Ty Tim. He's like, he's like Jaron Duran on like crack. He's like faster than Jaron Duran. Hits way more bombs and like plays shorts off and is like six five. He's basically Jaron Duran on crack. I mean, he's O'Neill Cruz. 
but then just like way better way better yeah he's like he'll be like the face of the league soon i think yeah i mean other than shohei otani i think he's the best player in the league yeah i mean he's he's he, he hit it he hit a cycle in like his Pat game. Like literally. Yeah. Ridiculous. I mean the cop is still fun to watch. They so, just got Joey Votto back. Mm-hmm. And Joey Votto's been leaving on a consistent basis ever since he's gotten back. Yeah, they have a lot of the Matt McLean, bro. Yes. The greatest player of all time, I guess. Yeah, they're a really fun team. They're they're like kind of like us, dude. They're gonna be shopping for pitchers at this deadline. They're yeah. gonna be looking to get Giolito or Scherzer or somebody. Like, they're going to be looking for a wing just like we are. So, hopefully we get it and they don't. But you never know what's going to happen. And then the Pirates and Cardinals stink. And then uh, the West. The car- I mean, ever since Yaddy left that franchise. And, like, it, it got confirmed today. Cardinals fire sale. So, like, I wouldn't be opposed to. Getting Paul Goldschmidt. Or not even. Well, yeah, Paul Goldschmidt, but like Jack Flaherty. Jack Flaherty. I would have even. Wow, I'd welcome him to Boston for sure. Even with like the way our rotation's looking right now, I'd be open to like, you could probably get Miles McBliss for cheap. Yeah, he kind of stinks. He kind of stinks, but like, look at our rotation right now, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I'd welcome Jack Flaherty to Boston for sure. Absolutely. And then the West, the Dodgers are tied with the Diamondbacks. How about them? Diamondbacks, Corbin Carroll, bro. Yeah, he's a he's a force. He's dude. a dog. And now rookie of the year for sure. He's like it's not even close. He did get injured today, and yeah. he would still win it. Yeah, Zach Allen's been really good for that. Yes, they're. They, I mean, dude, if they don't blow up, they're gonna find themselves in the playoffs too. Giants have been surging. Yeah, well. they're right on their tail, two and a half back, and then the Padres. Or forty three and forty seven. Can't but, can't believe what the Padres are doing. Yeah, I mean. Dude, it's just like they could just turn it on, though. They could win a lot of games. Yeah. And then the Rockies are the worst team in the league. I yeah. Think. They're like my, they're like A's and Royals bad. But yeah, we forgot to talk about the uh, Oakland Athletics. Um, They're moving to Vegas, but like the Oakland Athletics are winning over 16 and a half games this year. Probably not, but like I hope I so. mean, they're 25 and 67. Yeah, probably not. That's not great. They're not on pace. No. But uh, that's yeah. around the league. I mean, what else has been going on? Like, basically, just everything we talked about. Pretty much. I mean, Garrett Cole's been good this year, except against the Red Sox. Yeah, uh, he started the All Star game for the AL. Um, I don't like that Yankees team over there still. Yeah, it's just gonna even when they get Judge back. I'm not a fan, dude. Rodon looked pretty shitty in his first start. I think they did just get Rodon back. I think he's pitching tomorrow, too. But, yeah, I mean, it's just going to – for the Red Sox, it's just going to come down to can they be better than the Yankees and the Blue Jays in the second half. And if they can, they'll find their way into the playoffs. And if they can't, if they aren't as good as the Blue Jays and the Yankees, we're not going to make the playoffs. Exactly. Simple as that. Because the Orioles and the Astros are going to make the playoffs. Yes. So that's two of the wild cards. So we're basically competing for the third wild card spot. That's all it's come down to for the Red Sox. We don't have any other options unless we win 30 games in a row, which isn't going to happen. But what I will say, how happy was I when Alec Manoa got sent down to, like, low ball A? He pitched pretty well his first time. Exactly. So since we've been gone, Manoa just, like, obviously was pitching horrible. 
got sent to low ball A, got lit up there for a while, and then like eventually made his way back up throughout the past month, and then he diced his first time back in the MLB. But like, it's such a reality check for that big of a douchebag that Alpino is. Maybe he won't be as bad nowadays, but I'm sure he still will be. But like, fuck that guy. I was so happy that like, that guy had to like deal with some bullshit, some adversity in that his life. Cause like that guy's a fucking asshole for no fucking reason. That guy's just a giant pussy. So like good on him for like having to fucking like not be just a bitch constantly. Yeah. I mean, that's we said it about all. Um let's get into a little preview. Yeah, I mean we're thinking about um yeah, well I mean we'll probably start ripping the series after series pod as long as the Red Sox don't stink. Exactly. Uh if you're still listening, drop a drop your in the comments. Simple yeah. as that. Show some love. If you're rocking with this setup, if you're rocking with me and Tebow. Yeah. We're spitting just baseball knowledge. I mean, just like look, look at this new fucking setup, bro. I mean, it's pretty ass. Um, let's uh let's preview the series against the Cubs, huh? Tomorrow we got Brian Bello Day against Kyle Hendricks, who is yeah, great. That's just that's just a dub. Yeah, that's the easiest dub ever. The Red Sox are only minus one thirty on the ML. Hammer that shit. I'm gonna be putting like I mean before this we were at Valley Swim River Lincoln. Tebow won big. I got smoked. Happened. Um, I'm gonna be putting a responsibly large wager on the Red Sox tomorrow. And if they win, I'll be mad happy. So that's really all it comes down to. And then Saturday, who have we got on the bum Tebow? Big Maple, baby. <laughs> big Maple. I mean, he's facing Marcus Stroman. Marcus Stroman was light at the beginning of the year, been a little shaky. We the Red Sox won that game. We're going to Wrigley. Yeah, I like it. Happy flight to Wrigley yes. right now, for sure. Easy Happy ball flight to hit it. Easy oh, yeah. Ball to hit. Yeah, so we win game two. I'll probably hit the under in that game as well because Big Maple's not giving yes. up any runs. And then um, Sunday, we're looking to close the series out with – Cutter. They probably Cutter. have a name. Cutter. Did they name Justin Steele. Cutter Justin Steele. Oh, I do like Justin Steele. I like Justin Steele is my guy. So I still like a sweep. This series just got like a lot harder than I originally thought it would be, considering we're facing Strowman and Mark and Justin Steele. But we also got but, yeah. our top three guys. Let's just win two out of three. We yeah, can drop win two out of three. Game. I'm calling the sweep though. I mean, Cutter versus Justin Steele, that doesn't go in our favor at all. I don't know, bro. We I, can like, I, I like Cutter. We're big Cutter podcast. Yeah. I like a bounce back after. Like, he's fully in the rotation now. Like, we're forgetting that, like, he was coming off the IL. He was in the bullpen, in the back and forth, back and forth. He's back to just, like, fully bullpen mode now. I mean, fully rotation mode now. I like Cutter Crawford. Yeah. Look, big Cutter Crawford. Look for him to, play, to pitch really, really well on Sunday. I and like, let's win the series against the Chicago Cubs. I like all of the unders. Yeah, I like the under in every single game. Yeah. I mean, maybe not tomorrow because Kyle Hendricks isn't great, but Big Maple and Marcus Stroman's a prime under. That's going to be seven and a half. I'm taking the first five, four and a half. So, like, you could probably get good value yeah. on yeah. the under, eight and a half, especially maybe. at Wrigley. Uh-huh. Like, Certainly those last two games. I'll, yes. be, I'll, be, I'll be hitting the under for sure. Definitely. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Hey, this was a pretty good podcast. I mean, it's been a while. It's been two months, but um, we'll, we'll be better on it. We'll be better. We're back. Obviously, yeah. we, had, we had some situations, but I think the new setup, yeah, pretty fire. What's pretty gonna fire. happen is like, if if me if like only one of us is down or like around to do one, they're just gonna rip it dola. Exactly. We're not missing a series for the rest of the year we're, we're until the Reds all are completely out of this out of the race. We got some big big series coming up. We got to win this cup series. We got to sweep the A's and we got to win this Mets series. And if we do that, that's seven and two. Good looking. Seven and two. We're 10 games above 500. We'd probably take a lead on the Blue Jays and the Yankees. So and let's if, just and do if that. We don't, like, we, we maybe won't do it. We need, to re, we need to reshuffle divisions if if we go seven and two and don't pass the Blue Jays and Yankees. Yeah, so. yeah we need to reshuffle divisions. But hey, what do you want us to do? But like, Socks the past couple days. Socks kid. Socks kid. You got any closing thoughts? Um, I don't know. I don't think I do. I think we like laid it all out there on the floor. I agree. Well, I my, put my, my body on the line for this. Yeah. My closing thought? Socks kid. Socks kid. Brian Bayo day tomorrow. Brian Bayo day tomorrow. Wake up nice and early. 8.05 start time. Yep. Be there. 